0: Rainmaker FM You're listening to The Digital Entrepreneur, the show for folks who want to discover smarter ways to create and sell profitable digital goods and services. This podcast is a production of Digital Commerce Institute, the place to be for digital entrepreneurs. For more information, go to rainmaker.fm/digitalcommerce That's rainmaker.fm slash digital commerce. Welcome to the Digital Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Sean Jackson. A few years ago, my eight-year-old daughter came to me with a urgent request. Dad, she said, I need an iPad mini. While I would normally dismiss this request as the cravings of a child who watches too much TV or mostly exposed to too much advertising, my interest was piqued and I asked her to explain. She made a case for the myriad of educational applications available to her on this magical device. She argued for the convenience that would allow her to learn at all times of the day and at different locations. But it was her closing argument that tipped my decision in her favor. "'Dad,' she coolly stated, "'don't you want me to be a good student?' It was through this, albeit expensive exercise, that I started to wonder, how is it that an eight-year-old had mastered the art of persuasion when so many professional marketers fail? The answer, it turns out, is that she'd already figured out what people, in other words, me, actually want to buy. And on this episode of The Digital Entrepreneur, We're going to detail the five things people actually want to buy, regardless of the product and service. And we will go through how to apply them to your online efforts when we get back from this short break.
1: Hey, my name is Brian Gardner, and I am the creator of StudioPress, the first premium marketplace for WordPress themes. When I created StudioPress, I could never imagine that more than 200,000 WordPress site owners would use StudioPress to build some of the most elegant and inspiring WordPress sites on the web. And I am not just talking about the numerous large companies that use it. Tens of thousands of food bloggers, podcasters, affiliate marketers, real estate agents, photographers, and many more have created some of the most compelling, mobile responsive websites using StudioPress. But that is not all. To make it easy for you to create a compelling WordPress site, we have introduced StudioPress Sites, a turnkey simple method to create and grow your WordPress site. StudioPress Sites includes many of our most popular WordPress themes, with unique SEO tools and plugins all integrated on our high-performance, secure, and actively managed hosting infrastructure. So when you are ready to take your WordPress site to a new level without the worry or hassle of less robust solutions, then I hope you will visit studiopress.com. Over 200,000 bloggers and webmasters trust Studiopress for their WordPress site, and we work hard every day to earn it.
0: Welcome back from the break. I'm your host, Sean Jackson. And on today's show, we are going to talk about how to turn a want into a need. Now back in college, my marketing professor walked us through Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The professor's point was the role of marketing was to fulfill these needs. There's no question that humans need things like water, food, security, and friends. But the choices that we make are often driven more by what we want than by true unmet needs. Put another way, most of us have everything we need to live, but what we want is is a much more powerful motivation. And in my estimation, what we want boils down to just five things. Number one, ease. Life can be hard, or at the least inconvenient. When a product or service is offered that makes things easier, we're often quick to respond. Ideals like simplicity, a convenient location, and time-saving tap into our desire to make the travails of life a little simpler. Sure, I can walk to work, but I want a car. Of course I could cook dinner, but I don't have the time and I want to eat out. Ease is a powerful want. And while we rationalize it as a need, the simple fact is we crave things that make life easier. The second point, physical comfort. Sometimes we just want to feel good. A warm towel after a shower or a plush pair of house slippers is sometimes the perfect solution when the body wants comfort. In reality, the human body is perfectly capable of handling very tough environmental conditions. But try rationalizing that to your brain after a long day at the computer, a most strenuous exercise to be sure. Physical comfort manifests itself as a perceived need, as a way of indulging our ego. A hotel's marketing copy that highlights the comfort from their new bedding in each of their rooms pushes your want button for physical comfort it's a way to reward yourself you can sleep almost anywhere but don't you deserve to feel comfortable when you promote physical comfort in your marketing message you tap into the subconscious reward system we all have that says we deserve comfort in response to hard work the third element mental stimulation the brain has a wonderful organ and we feed our brains on entertainment, games, art shows, and countless hours of Sudoku. We want things like this so we can enjoy the wonders of this marvelous world and live life to its fullest. And if this sounds like marketing gobblegook, it is. You don't need any of this to live. In reality, what you want is something that breaks the monotony of existence. The day-in, day-out struggles that seem redundant and boring. Can you live in a six-foot-by-six-foot six cell each day? Yes. Would you enjoy it? Probably not. When we justify mental stimulation as a need, what we're really saying is that we're bored and want something, anything that engages us. The next time your friend tells you you need to see a certain movie or read a certain book, your desire to engage in these activities has more to do with your general level of boredom than the merits of your friend's argument. The fourth want: identity reinforcement. Don't you love New Year's resolutions? That annual fantasy fest where we manifest our inadequacies into a myriad of tangible wishes that we seem so woefully unprepared to fulfill. Don't worry, you're not the only one who has broken a resolution made in a drunken stupor on Times Square. That wasn't just me, right? But the reason you made your resolution in the first place has everything to do with your desired public image. Think about it this way. Why do you wear the clothes you have on? Why are you driving that car or using that computer or maintaining 10 recycle bins in your house? You need to wear something, but what you really want is to reinforce the image you have of yourself. Almost all forms of marketing that involve fashion, cars, and even green products are focused on that underlying idea that if you are person X, then product Y is what you need. These products are a status symbol a statement of our identity, who we are. Are you an athlete? Well, Nike is worn by the pros. Are you rich? Well, then a Mercedes is what you drive. Are you the CEO of the next killer technology company? We have a hoodie just for you. Make no mistake. The way we perceive our identity is so powerful that we will buy products even when reality is contrary to that perception. Anyone that has ever gone into deep debt to buy a fancy car will attest to this subconsciously, of course. The last want is social acknowledgement. Of course, our perceived image does not live in a vacuum. We also desperately want others to acknowledge it. One of my favorite sayings goes like this. I am not what I think I am. I am not what you think I am. I am what I think you think I am. In other words, our perception of self is based on our perception of how others perceive us. How do I know this? Well, I'm smart. Wanna know why? I have a piece of paper from a college that says so. It's called a diploma. They don't give that to dumb people. Or so I told myself after racking up more than 80,000 in college debt. And besides, I look great. How do I know? My trainer tells me I'm looking like I'm making progress. So you see, I'm smart and good looking. And this is why I needed to go to college and get a trainer. Circular logic, of course it is. And that's the point. Our need, to actualize our perceived self is based on the acknowledgement of others. And as consumers, we will spend a lot of time, money, and resources to chase that acknowledgement. So the next time you look at your CV on LinkedIn or the about page on your blog, realize that all of that effort was spent so that others would acknowledge your accomplishments designed to reinforce your own self image. Regardless of how we rationalize a purchase, The truth is we're buying goods and services to fulfill something that we want. You often hear the advice to sell the benefits, not the features. And while this is true, it's a good idea to make sure some of those benefits meet one or more of the five wants I've listed. Do you need a better blog? Then buy a theme from StudioPress. More than 200,000 of the smartest and most successful bloggers use it. Do you need better hosting? Then buy StudioPress sites. It makes it easy and convenient to start a website on WordPress. Starting to see the point? Focusing more on what people want and less on what they need is about giving your customers what they're actually interested in. And you need and want to do that before they'll part with their time and money. And that is how my daughter was able to persuade me into buying her a $300 device, something she clearly didn't need when generations of students before her have survived and thrived without one. And when we get back from this short break, we'll talk about our tool for the week that I would like you to consider. You may not need it, but you probably want it. So stay tuned. Hey everyone, this is Sean Jackson, the host of The Digital Entrepreneur. And I wanna ask you a simple question. What is your business framework for selling digital goods online. Now, if the question perplexes you, don't worry, you are not alone. Most people don't realize that the most successful digital entrepreneurs have a framework or a general process for creating and selling their digital goods in the online space. And one of the best free resources is Digital Commerce Academy. Digital Commerce Academy combines online learning with case studies and webinars created by people who make a living selling digital goods online. And the best part is that this material is free when you register. Are you interested in joining? Well, I'll make it easy for you. If you're listening to the show on your phone and are in the continental United States, I want you to send a text message to 313131 with the keyword digits d-i-g-i-t-s. And when you send that text message, we will send you a link to the registration form right to your phone. Are you outside the United States? Don't worry. Just send us an email to digits at rainmaker.fm. Either way, we'll send you a link to the registration form so that you can sign up for free for Digital Commerce Academy. And as a special bonus, we will also subscribe you to our newsletter when you text or email us so that you can stay informed with the latest insights from the show. And don't worry, we respect your privacy, and we will not share your email or phone number, and you can easily unsubscribe at any time. So if you want to start building or improving your framework for selling digital goods online, then please send a text to 313131 with the keyword DIGITS or send us an email at digits at rainmaker.fm. You won't be disappointed. Welcome back from the break. I'm your host, Sean Jackson. And for the end of our show, I always like to recommend a tool or a book or something that I think may give value to the audience. This week, I am going to recommend Zoho. Now, as you all know, there's no affiliate link. I don't really care if you buy it or not. But I've been playing a lot with this suite of tools from this particular company. And here's what I found. It's a pretty strong product. First off, if you're not familiar with Zoho, they've made different tools and components like Zoho Books, Zoho Vault, etc. That in many ways replicate more popularly known online applications. But they recently launched out a product called Zoho One. Their integrated suite of all the things that they offer on an individual basis. And they're doing it at a very, very low price point. I will say that over the past several weeks and using the myriad of features and functions of the different tool set, this is a product that I think is absolutely worth your time to consider. It's inexpensive, it's extremely comprehensive probably has 90 to 95 percent of all the features and functions of the tools you're using now but doing so in one integrated place. So take a look at Zoho I think it's worth your time and you'll definitely appreciate how they slice together all of the cool features that are individually available into one seamless package. Well, that's it for the show this week, folks. As always, I truly appreciate your time. And I'll be back next week with more interesting topics on the digital entrepreneur. Have a great week.